Hey guys, before we get into the episode, I wanted to do a little PSA really quick and say that Australia is on fire, which I'm sure a lot of our audience already knows. And when something like this happens, the best thing we can really do is try to find the best way to help. I'm going to be leaving a link in our description that leads to a CBS article that has a bunch of different places that you can find to donate to help the efforts in Australia to help the fires that are going on there. If you can donate anything, that would help a lot. If you could share the word, that would help a lot. Any little bit helps, and this is an important thing. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast inspired by Polygon's Cool Games, Inc. AJ. That's me. I'm your other host. Holy shit, it's 2020. Good things are going to happen. We're going to be doing great things, um, I hope. What's your New Year's resolution? Uh, my New Year's resolution is, I have a couple, actually. I want to, this is the year Oh, I, big man. It's got a bunch of changes for 2020. This year, I want to be healthier. Uh, I want to read more. And I want to start up a uh, real play podcast. That's my big thing I've been prepping for. Does it count as a, if you've been planning forward to it? Like, I almost feel like that's cheating because that was something we were going to be doing regardless of the new year or not. Uh, like, it's not like it's like new year, new me. Time can, to finally do the thing I've been planning on for four months. When you, well, here's the thing. It, the moment you put, spend money on it. That's like the the when it gets real. Because uh-huh. you could talk like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. And I get people some Yeah, people you together. spent money on it last year. Did I? I'm. There are four mics here that you purchased for that show. I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just, so fuck. it sounds like you have wow. two New Year's wow, resolutions. Wow, AJ, go ahead and shit on me. Holy shit. Uh, I'm, doing, I'm making something to myself. What are you fucking doing with your life, peasant? My New Year's resolutions are, <laughs> one, get yeah. rich. Best of luck with that, boy. Two, <laughs> I'm going to cut out all food. You're going to cut out all food? Yeah. You're just going to shed your this mortal coil the, and <laughs> become a, 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 a just a disembodied soul? The New Year's resolution, I do have two of them. One is to get rich, and the other is to ascend. <laughs> <laughs> what are you ascending to? What an excellent question. <laughs> That's what you're trying to find out, finding out what ascending means. Yes. Okay. Actually, I can tell you what ascending means. I don't know if I'm going to like your definition of it. If you guys are new to this podcast, AJ and I take your lovely submissions from the internet and turn them into real-life video games. Take them from Twitter, Reddit, and email. Uh And you know what ascending is? What? It's going to be our first game idea, actually. Oh, shit. Our first video game (laughs) submission is what ascension is? Uh, According to Green Transplant, Mario teaches twerking is what ascending is. So the <laughs> so the step beyond human is Mario you, is being Mario and twerking. Are, are you ascend? I think ascending means you are kind of enter a like a teacher student relationship with twerking Mario. So Mario is already ascended beyond the ascension. Yeah. So he is the ascent like the ascending guide. He's your guide through ascending, and you need to learn how to tweet twerk your thick ass clap cheeks. That's how the statement goes, right? Yeah. <laughs> Mario, my ass claps too hard. I can't break these bricks. <laughs> I can't jump high enough to break these bricks. Mario, I'm trying to sneak into Bowser's castle, but the sound of my ass clap keeps alerting the dry bones. And boy, are these bones dry. And boy, is this twerk really doing something for him. It's breathing. Their when ass I'm done, clap breathes life into these dead creatures. When I'm done, they're gonna be called wet bones. <laughs> the, okay, so this twerk's it, got these fuckers thirsty. That's why they're so dry. Maybe ascending is just like a. Uh, a no, I think you're right. Ascension <laughs> is being able to twerk so good because Mario helped you, and I think that. This game is definitely for the Nintendo <laughs> Switch, right? Okay, yeah. How do you, uh, are we going to use oh, AJ, this is a new ring for the uh, this is a new game for the exercise for the ring. ring fit adventure. Yeah, <laughs> just, and you shop it instead just of strap it to your ass. Yes. And it measures how good of a twerk you have. Uh-huh. It has a sound me it has a mic in it that'll measure the de- decibel level of your ass clap. And Mario says, "Oh yeah." <laughs> Anytime you twerk on beat, he goes, "Oh yeah." <laughs> Yippee! 
you know, it'd be so fucked up. So like you know like yeah. there's you know like there's the decibel level in there. Uh-huh. I, I forget what it was, but there was like a concert that was playing. It was like a heavy metal Norwegian concert where they were playing at like literally the decibel level where people go deaf. Are you talking about the brown note? No, not the brown note, you <laughs> dumbass. I mean that also would be good. Like <laughs> that's is that the ascension from the ascension? You learn to clap louder to enough to deafen people. I don't want to talk about the combination that happens with twerking and hitting the brown note. I absolutely refuse. Shit sprinkler, dude. Stop. I know. <laughs> you don't want to return to our tried and true shit brand? We've gotten a few episodes without making a shit joke. Do you think that the idea of twerking and hearing Mario yell, yippee, yahoo, woohoo, I'm a number one, would <laughs> no, be a no, good AJ, sensation? AJ, 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 it's I'm a number two. Thank you. I'm a number two. You're the number one. Shake it. Shake it. <laughs> Shake that ass. Shake. Can you please say shake that ass for me again? Shake that ass. That's going to be my text note for you. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be really awkward when I'm at work and they just hear you. What do you think late game Mario teaches twerking is like? Um, I think... Is it just longer and more difficult twerking sessions, twerking shows? Okay, so what is it called when you are twerking? Like, what is a set piece for a twerk (laughs) called? A choreography. You're right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think. Okay, so let's let's put a little platformer in there. So some platformers, some of them, some sections of the level are harder. Some sections of the level are pretty easy. So like. The beginning of the level, like let's say you have to twerk to control Mario. I think that the twerking is more of like you mentioned platforming. I think that like in order to get like a good jump, right, you twerk a little bit while you move forward, and that's how you can get the double jump off of the ground if Mm -hmm. you bounce, 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 bounce that ass. Go. I disagree. I disagree. You know why? Has anybody ever twerked while midair? Nobody's twerked while midair, AJ. You need to jump and twerk at the same time. That's the double jump. That's the double jump. So you got to <laughs> jump, twerk, land again, jump one more time, and twerk twice. <laughs> That's what they... <laughs> I don't know if twerk is singular. I think twerk is just the name of the sequence of I shaking your ass. I think twerk is singular. I think that it is, is twerk it? two times. <laughs> twerk one two. Twerk th- one twerk this time. Uh. <laughs> two twerks this time. Uh. Uh. Now do that to the Mario beat, like the Mario twerk, 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 Now we got to do the cave theme, twerk, 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 I'm sorry. I'm hey, just, is your phone not I'm on sorry, silent? I'm sorry. I got notif- I just literally got a notification. We ran an ad on this podcast called Memory Card, and we liked it, and we tagged them, and I guess they just liked it. Well, that was <laughs> literally, kind of literally that. just liked it. Okay, hold on. Let me turn it up. There we go. My phone My phone is on silent now. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to give us a mission now. Sweet. Twerk, 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 there has to be a video out there of somebody twerking on beat to the Mario Super Fuck, song, if right? people can do it on guitar or please, on ukulele. Please, please, please tag us in it if that video exists. Or if you want to create your own, <laughs> just take the audio from this podcast and do it to that. Just, no, it needs to be the actual song, please. <laughs> you don't want people shaking their ass to our voices, AJ. I think... Get that's like that's like the dream. Actually. It's a little too egocentric. You know what I mean? Oh, are you telling us? Like I'm already <laughs> having a wish granted by seeing somebody twerk to the song of the Super Mario jingle when you have the star. <laughs> Hearing it with me in there would be too. It would blow up your brain. That's why you want it. <laughs> It'd be too much of me kind of like patting myself on the back for the world's greatest creation. <laughs> that's fair. Give me your game idea. This submission comes from Pierre on Twitter at TwitchGuy222. Pierre suggests a dating sim where everything plays out like a seemingly normal dating sim. Mm -hmm. But occasionally, when you go to sleep, your sleep paralysis demon starts looking really cute. Yo, this hits like a real thing. Because have you ever gotten sleep paralysis? Nuh-uh. I've gotten sleep paralysis and I've seen the fucking demon thingies. Uh Uh-huh. And I think, weirdly enough, that's what like charged my love of cryptids at an early age. (laughs) Because like, no, it's like legitimately really fucking weird having sleep paralysis. If none of, if uh, I, sleep paralysis is pretty common. Most people know it. But if you don't know it, what it happens is, is like your brain half turns on while you're sleeping. 
So you will wake up and you will be conscious, but you cannot move your body because that part of your brain isn't on. It's still asleep. And one of the weird fucking things that happens is you sometimes start seeing people or hearing voices while you're like half awake and you can't do jack shit about it. Yikes. So uh-huh. I think if we're going to put that in a dating sim sense, right? Uh-huh. You're going to be like every traditional uh, romance novel character that doesn't do jack shit. Yeah, you are a completely so, noteless main protagonist. So this There's like th- three love interests, right? There's the smart girl, there's the sundere girl, and there's the really, really nice girl. And then the girl you see in your sleep. And then the girl you see in your sleep, <laughs> just like every other romantic dating scene. Wait, AJ, AJ, hold on, hold on a second, because this actually brings up a weird point. Uh, AJ and I, oddly enough, were actually looking at romance novels last night, the, uh, the Nurse series. Yeah, ones. the Switch had a bunch of nurse dating sims on sale and they were like come be a nurse with your magic touch and that's the thing i wanted to get at is like every kind of romance novel had you have like some sort of ability that nobody else can or like some sort of goal like um like a lot of christmas romance novels right now i'm watching a lot of game grumps ones it's like i don't like christmas i don't believe in christmas and the whole thing is like finding christmas joy what is the point of this game are you suddenly have the ability to flirt and and get jiggy with shadow demons in your sleep paralysis i have an angle that we could take that you have the you have the shadow touch if you will I have the shadow touch, and like, here's my problem. I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound like a really good game idea in a way. Okay. But I need you to bastardize it for me. Oh, okay, sweet. The normal dating sim game plays out with you having a completely unnoteworthy main protagonist. Uh huh. There's the three girls that you can date. Uh huh. And then there's the shadow demon. Uh huh. The shadow demon is a boy. Oh. The game is a poem. Like symbolically is about the main protagonist discovering that they are gay. Okay. And it's like a really, really good and heartfelt exploration of like what that means and the immediate fear of that and then like the acceptance of it and the joy of being in your truth. See, why would I bastardize that, though? That's like a good idea. Because I accidentally made like an interesting idea for a video game on our comedy game podcast. I don't know where the fuck to go with this. This Okay, cut. Print. Don't worry. I got it. I got it. I, got okay, it. Go I know how we save this. In the romance path that you go with the really, really handsome sleep paralysis demon and find your truth, Uh huh. all three of the girls are revealed. Bum, 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 bum. Sleep paralysis demon hunters. It now becomes a visual oh, novel. Holy shit. In which you and your super cool edgy boyfriend- must defend yourselves from the three sleep paralysis demon hunting oh aj girls aj how about this how about this how about this because sleep paralysis demons only exist when you're in sleep paralysis so for you as the player you need to balance this thing where you have to somehow put yourself in sleep paralysis so the shadow demon can exist (laughs) but every time they exist they are at risk of being killed by these demon hunters. So it's like this thing of like having to balance when is the right time to go into sleep paralysis. Oh, fuck. How do you trigger sleep paralysis? Uh, trauma. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what triggers sleep paralysis. <laughs> hmm. You want to go into another game? I'm going to go into another game. Okay. And by I going to go into another game, I mean you're going to go into another game, and I'm going to follow you there. Lead the way. All right, so my next my game submission comes from comes to us from Erica Chappelle at, uh, at Erica's taking flight. Um, I'm really sick, so can you make a video game that one can play while sleeping? Not play to fall asleep, not a game that tracks how much you sleep, just straight up a game to be played while sleeping. AJ, we've taken sleeping for granted. We've taken waking up for granted. What if you put What on- the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Are you going to kill me in my sleep? No, I'm not going to kill you in your sleep. You might accidentally lose to where you die in your sleep right or you just stay asleep forever what if there was a device that you can put on your head before going to bed that triggered lucid dreaming and it now becomes this fight for your survival to wake up so like you have eight hours to complete this journey this because most games take place in eight hours so you have to beat this game over an eight hour period to wake up the next day and if you don't you sleep till 1 p.m. and your life is, your real life Okay, life it'll is just make you sleep longer. It won't kill you. <laughs> no, it won't kill okay, you. Okay, so when it'll you said- It'll make you late for your job, So basically. when you said, we take waking up for granted, yeah, like, you it meant just we, happens. Take, we take waking up on time for granted. Sure. And that was not a horrible threat that you made against That's me. going on the box art, dude. <laughs> we take sleep for granted. We take sleep for, we take waking up for granted. That's right. Whoa, that's so, so much more. So you put on a headset and then it takes your face, like you can be like- 
Uh, maybe before you put the headset on, I was like, I want to play a racing game. So now it becomes like a race to the end. A like, lucid racing game. Racing across the world. And then you can like, it'll be a world of like cyberpunk or it'll be a world of dinosaurs and you have to be in a Flintstones car or something. Have you ever done lucid dreaming? I have not, but I've always been interested in the idea. I've had plenty of sleep paralysis in my life, but that's not comparable. I've Is had that... no lucid dreaming, but I have seen a movie about a little boy that would lucid dream, except the things that he would lucid dream were real and he would have a lucid nightmare and a monster came up and killed the family. I think that's how the movie ended. What fucking movie is this? Oh, it was just something dumb I saw on cable TV when I was in my parents' house. Is this also comparable to um, the that that werewolf brother, that werewolf family movie that you guys always talk about? You and your dad are always on about werewolf family movie. Yeah, it's like the the tribe or something. Are you talking about um, what is that? Dancing with Wolves, yeah. the French film. I think so. It's like that the, movie fucking rules. No, this it's like is like the action film, right? Yeah. This movie was probably on quality as I remember it with like, here comes the boom. Never heard of that one either. Oh, it's a movie that stars uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop, except he's a teacher that gets into uh, MMA. Oh, I do this. Yeah, it's not it, a great movie, but it's like <laughs> a watchable movie. This horror movie about a little boy that had lucid dreams that would kill people was on that same like caliber of like, I'll watch it. I guess that's a cool. I guess that's a cool concept. So what are you are you saying is is if you don't manage to defeat these things by the end of the night, right? Uh-huh. They become real in your world, and you have to deal with them in real life the following day. So if you don't defeat Gragnar the Barbarian, the conqueror of worlds, on your excellent RPG and eight your hour adventure. Dream. They become a real force in your real life. Are you trying to get us to sell haunted, lucid dream causing? This is like some, this is like some needful things esque shit. Yeah, yeah. it's some needful things. <laughs> Stephen King would be really proud of us for this <laughs> horrid creation. I'm so happy that you actually know what I was talking about. I was expecting AJ doesn't know jack shit about Stephen King. What the fuck? You've mentioned it to me multiple times, and but, I remembered. Oh, it's so sweet of you. Uh, for those that don't know, Needful Things is uh, Rick and Morty actually spoofed it. You know that episode where the Satan was selling things that everybody really desired most? That's a Stephen King story called But they were things. cursed. People but they would were cursed. be like, I want super cool penis enlargement pills. And he'd be like, okay, here you go. But no but libido. Your, your ding dong's super big, but you never. You it's ne- soft, always. <laughs> <laughs> People will be like, I want the world's greatest grilled cheese machine. And he's like, here you go, the world's greatest grilled cheese machine, except it has a horrible curse. (laughs) It will burn your house down. I don't know how that's... Oh, wait, no, that is comparable. I'm hungry now. You want to get food? Yeah, let's go. All right, cool. Bye. AJ and I just leaned away from the mic, and now we we're did not go get food. <laughs> um, I have another video game submission for tell, you. Tell me about it, brother. I'm always I'm always ready to hear your beautiful uh, uh, idea voice. I guess I don't know where I was going with that. Stan account tycoon. Stand account. Stan account. Stan account. You know, like K-pop stands or like anime villain stands. Oh my god. Not okay. stands like the JoJo's characters, <laughs> like Stan, like, I fucking represent you, Arturia yeah. Pendragon from the Fate series. Sweet, that's a good Stan. I like that Stan. Stan Tycoon, so this are you, seems are like you... a game that I would actually, like, you would get it on a card or a prompt. This feels like like a party game, right? Like, really? I thought this was like a like a uh, little, uh, what do they call those? It's like a, like a one, simulator one, game? No, One Piece Treasure Trove or the Fate uh, Fate Go. Oh, like a gotcha game? Yeah, it's, it feels like a gotcha game. No, I'm way more interested in this being like almost like a bar party game. Like, okay. like There's not a real game game that we get to sell, but like a party game. And uh-huh. I'm actually, as I'm going to craft this, I think I'm going to try to get people in the real world to do this. Okay. The goal is... You create a new Twitter account. Uh huh. Everybody around picks a character or a historical figure or a person in the real world that they're going to stand. They have the rest of the night to get the most followers <laughs> to their new just birthed stand account. So whoever. Ever so like, I, so like, for example, I'm gonna start an account, and I'm gonna be like, "Fuck it, this is my new Zemnis Kingdom Hearts Stan account." Okay. Zemnis Kingdom Hearts has done nothing wrong. 
I love him unconditionally, and he is the sexiest man alive. And I just start tweeting that out, and I start following people. <laughs> and the goal by the end of the night, like, who would you stand? I'd stand Keanu Reeves. Keanu, okay. Yeah, Keanu Low Reeves. risk, high, low reward. I yeah, get it, though. That's how I like to play, man. That's how I play Jeopardy. It, it would be a very consistent game plan. Like, I'm definitely going for, like, a volatile, viral, high risk, high reward. There's a lot of people that hate Zemnis. Uh-huh. A lot of people that love Zemnis. Uh-huh. So, like, I'm... I'm playing that field. I might get canceled on Twitter by the end of the night. <laughs> I might gain a huge cult following. But you, it's, you have no. There's no real risk though. Because there's no it's, real it's, risk. It's a it's fake, a fake account. It yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are on that slow crawl. You're uh-huh. like slow and steady. Everybody but loves no Keanu, risk. Everybody loves Keanu Reeves, dude. And the goal would be to see who would have the most followers by the end of the night. Okay. I, I like that as a game. I That'd love this as a, like a party bar crawling game. Like I almost okay. want to get a bunch of friends together and do this. I think it would be, you can do something like that or also you can do like a card game thing like Super Fight where you just draw a random character and then you have to like explain why you stand them. But the comedy is for people that have their have either they draw a character that they fucking hate. All the characters in the deck are problematic people <laughs> that everybody it, nobody fucking stands. It's it's like so like Slade from the comics, but definitely <laughs> oh. the run where he slept with Terra. Oh god! So like you know like <laughs> this is absolutely not a character that most people uh-huh. should stand. On the card, it says like some of their like tropes. They're horrible. They're horrible things like slept with an underage minor. <laughs> Uh, killed Batman. Killed Batman. <laughs> like, why do you stand him? Was a part of the Vietnam War, I think. What? Fuck, really? I think it was written around that time. There's probably some version of Deathstroke where he was like a Vietnam War fighter. That, does, that doesn't make sense. That does make sense. It's supposed to be ex-military, I think. I, I don't know. I know but he's like, a super soldier. Every card. Yes, I love this idea that like every card, it's a stand it's a deck of like all villains. It's people. all Ooh. villains. Ooh. And so like, oof. Like you, it gets Maleficent, it, tried to kill a child. <laughs> cursed a baby. <laughs> yeah. And so you get you draw the card and you have to talk about why you stand this person. Uh-huh. And I think that the other people at the table, they get to come up with ideas about like other problematic things. Uh-huh. Like they can make it up. Uh-huh. Like you stand Maleficent and I'm like, oh, you didn't know that Maleficent was a turf? Oh, shit. Maleficent's like huge, like turf like okay she's all about feminist rights but then like princess charming came out uh-huh. and maleficent had none of it oh my maleficent god was okay so okay so pissy so, so here here's the kind of the game it comes with a deck of cards that has names and then it comes with like a little spinner on it right uh-huh so what happens is is um you the per- one person uh draws a card and they have to stand that character the person that the uh, dial lands on like spin the bottle then has to come up with shit either true or fake to try and get them to be like, no, that person's really fucked up. Okay. So it's like, person's kind of trying to figure out the good qualities in a person, the other one's trying to be like, hey, no, this person's a fucko. Like, say I draw, um, uh, oh, fuck, I can't remember his name. Um, Describe him No one, No one blessed like Gaston. Gaston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, I just, what I was his name? No one like Gaston. Gaston. Got it. <laughs> I had to sing the song to fucking remember. <laughs> but like, say I draw Gaston, and I have to be like, "Oh yeah, he's like he's the epitome of like positive masculinity." You know, he always respects women. Uh, uh, he has lots of he does he values self grooming. Uh, I don't know. He's a fucking asshole. <laughs> his best friend would be like the oaf of the town if it was not his best friend. <laughs> what? Gaston's best friend, LeFou. LeFou, yeah. I his mean, best friend. I th- Which, like, if Gaston was not Gaston uh-huh. and LeFou existed without being Gaston's best friend, no one in that town would like LeFou. Nobody liked LeFou, though. That Gaston was... liked LeFou. No, he fucking used him. No, because Gaston confided in LeFou. He said, LeFou, oh, I'm so upset right now and this sucks so much. You didn't see him, like, confiding in any of the other bar patrons. LeFou's his only homie. I strongly disagree. How's it he going? does not like LeFou at all. <laughs> it's weird that you drew Gaston and I'm the one that's defending him. So wait, hold, yeah, this is weird. We're actually but playing the game right this now. This would be how the game plays. <laughs> I like that. Well, do you think it is more interesting as a card game that we sell and it's more like a Stan account simulator? Uh-huh. Or do you, do you think it'd be funner if 
We could do the card thing and no. keep it on social media. Yeah, like, that's I'm so you, interested. In this everybody idea. draws like, a card, and you and have it, to do that on social media. Mm-hmm. And so everybody else's accounts can like actually go after the other Stan accounts. Like, yes. So you know what the, you but, know what this yes. is. You know what this is. Um, we call it likes, right? So everybody that wasn't us at the table, like say us, we are core group of five people. You and I are going head to head. They dictate who gets the likes, me or you. And then that way, it's no, they no, don't no, no. they don't have to vote unanimously either. So it could be like two of them liked yours, but one of them liked my argument. I think, and then people then we also pool the likes we got during the physical game during the, the likes, actual game that we played on the and internet, and then the likes that we got on the internet. So the following day, whoever got the most likes wins. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I get it. Yeah, so you can do like a fun, you can either play just the card game or you can do the fun little social experiment I'm online. I'm going to get a group of friends together and build fake Stan accounts <laughs> and see how who can get the most people. I fucking love it. That's such a fucking chaotic idea. All right, I'm going to give you a game idea. Hey, AJ. Hey, Blake. You know what's really cute? Medusa. You know what's even cuter God, than Medusa? Medusa is really cute. She's just got like all these snakes around her, and if you look her in the eyes, she's just going to turn you to stone. So then the only option in order to make sure you're having a conversation with Medusa is just by constantly giving her the up-down, which is like... Don't give her the up-down. You just look at the floor. You don't have to go up or down. Oh, you have to give Medusa the up-down. It's Medusa. <laughs> you're playing you with, do have to you're be playing very... with fire, dude. Don't go above the neckline <laughs> like at all. so very careful with the up. God, that's so fucked up. Okay, but you know what's cuter than Medusa? Literally nothing. Uh, there is a Medusa. There is a wonderful piece of art. This is this comes to us from Nick King B. Foling, um, Candy Cryptid Hunter. And then there was another. They were linking. They were cross posting from another Twitter user, Luna at Nymph uh, Luna. Hear me out, Medusa, but her her hair snakes is gummy worms, and it's this pretty. Let she's got this. like pink skin and cute, and she's like smiling with her little snake tongue. Holy fuck, is she pretty? This is a screenshot. This is a screenshot of the tweet, and not a screen like the tweet. Hey, so AJ, I to- AJ, I know you're doing the bit, but I know you've seen this art before. <laughs> this is very up your up your and eyes alley. In yeah, terms of she's cryptid, very cute of cryptid ladies. So it's a cryptid hunter with candy themed cryptids. So right, Sasquatch is chocolate. He's like chocolate, chocolate fl- like okay. chocolate flakes. You know, like the little like where you get a uh, chocolate over cheese grater thingy, and it comes up with that. He's a walking cheese grater chocolate thing. What are some other cryptids? All right, we got. I named. Chocolate I named. Sasquatch. I named one. What? What is? What is your favorite cryptid? What's a cryptid we don't normally talk about? Because we talk about Moth- Mothman, talk- Jersey Devil, Sasquatch, and the Wendigo. So name us another cryptid. Okay, here I'll give you Nessie. One. Do we talk about Nessie often? What's Nessie? It's just a giant gummy fish. <laughs> the Loch Ness monster, maybe a giant gummy. Well, we already have the gummy worm Medusa. It's a, maybe we can do all gummy themes. Chocolate, Bigfoot. Uh huh. Give me one for Thunderbird. What would you? What would a Thunderbird be uh, flavored? Sorry. Oh, it'd be like a really soury thing. Like those, like uh, it's like a walking warhead, basically. Yeah, like a warhead. <laughs> Oh, that'd be good because of the thunder and everything, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, holy and shit. And so it'd be like, if you get tasted by it, you got to make a puckery thing like you tasted something sour. Like, ooh. Dude, the brand integration on this shit? We're going to oh, so do more branded candy than Harry Potter and their fucking candy at Universal Studios. What are some other cryptids? Wait, what's the prompt other than just like candy cryptids? Because- candy cryptid hunter. So you're hunting these candy cryptids to uh, uh, presumably eat them. Well, dang. Eat them or make out i was gonna say does kissing them count as a <laughs> it counts it's very sweet it's very wholesome give me some sugar <laughs> give me some sugar chocolate bigfoot that takes me back to evil dead you know like is that the whole one-liner like here this is my boomstick with bruce campbell i know the movie i don't remember any of the lines oh fuck it's like one of the most quotable movies of, of all time incorrect scott pilgrim exists also uh, i was gonna say bride uh bride's tale or uh princess bride but like i watched that the other day hot take Scott Pilgrim is the most quotable movie. I, I will agree with that. Scott Pilgrim is fucking this is so fucking good. All right, so what? Uh, okay, so we have what is the game like? Because how do you hunt candy? Um, are you familiar with Willy Wonka? Yeah. Okay, so this is in Willy Wonka's huge workshop. <gasps> Willy Wonka oh, has shit. done the bastards. The he's Willy Wonka has gotten too bold, and he's uh-huh. decided. You know what I need? Uh huh. To create life. Okay. Actually, Willy you know, Wonka has created life and he's created way more of it than he should. He's about, created candy monsters. How about this? How about this? How about this? It's not Willy Wonka because we don't know what happens to Charlie after Willy Wonka. Charlie, Charlie goes grew, mad with power. Charlie grows up and is like, I want to I wanna make candy monsters. I will do what Willy Wonka was never able was, to achieve. Was, was I will create life. <laughs> 
I will do what he feared to do. <laughs> I will do the one thing Willy Wonka refused to do because he was a coward. <laughs> the opening scene is like him sacrificing souls of the Oompa Loompas <laughs> to place them into fucking cryptid candy. <laughs> So, and then, oh, AJ. AJ, I will find a way to create savory sweets by by taking a life. (laughs) So, okay. So, the golden ticket has returned. But it's like, we can call it the silver ticket or whatever, right? And it comes in gummy, in like gummy candies, like gummy worm packages instead of chocolate bars. Okay, okay. So now, when they get there... They realize upon entering, Willie, I mean, Charlie is nowhere to be found. Oh, God, did the candy so, monsters kill him? So it's them. It's our group. It's our, you manage your own group. It's a multiplayer game, like, like Until Dawn, where, like, you and five of your friends are the kids, are the five kids of that were invited to the factory. So it's like you, each, each of your team chooses a kid to play. You can play the rich one, the TV-obsessed one, uh, sorry, the VR-obsessed one, because we got to make it modern Thank now, you, right? yes. The so, poor one. The poor one. Who um, is in love with cryptids? That's like his whole thing. Like yeah. he, he's only well. The poor books. one is like the most hunter-based class because he's feral. <laughs> yeah, because he had to like it's rough out fight, there. He had to fight sur- for survival. It's rough out there in the second industrial revolution. <laughs> so <laughs> this takes place in, of course, the second industrial revolution that we all know very much about, where um, the world got polluted from VR uh, VR headset building. <laughs> So you play you you and your group your couch co-op thing pick a kid and then now the thing is finding out the mystery of where Willy Wonka is but all the kids got separated so they are each dealing with their own like randomly assigned candy cryptid or escaping from so all the yes. candy cryptids all, you know what candy does you know what we don't talk about cavities eating candy goes both ways AJ no wait what candy will eat you too what? from the inside. <laughs> Are you fucking what? <laughs> I've eaten so, a lot of sour patch kids, yeah. dude. <laughs> if those little guys are in there, I'm gonna make you explode, dude. And it's gruesome. It's like fucking. It's not comfortable. <laughs> so like when they walk in, right? It's just like a bunch of like, oh fuck. You remember that movie Nine with the little sock puppet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember like how graphic it was when they like the robot would pick them up and suck their soul from them. What? It's like that. But it's like the Oompa Loompas want revenge on all the candy eaters, but they are now in, cri- in strong cryptid bodies. Okay, so they've been somehow candy infected. They yeah. have, they've been cavitized. They've been put into a candy body. And the thing is, is that their body is deteriorating, so they're trying to find Charlie to fix them or return them to their Willy Wonka body. So the, here's the decision. You can either support the death of the candy cryptids and fuel Charlie's insanity, or you can save them. But they are going to be hunting you, I guess, in the meantime. Okay. we have or, or that robot that takes souls is slowly hunting you, too. So to put your soul into a candy cryptid. I think the monsters are also hunting you. I, I love that. Like Medusa hunting me? Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> She's cute. I want to put a nug in this, or a pin in this. <laughs> okay, yeah, this is nug this potential. This nugability. This is nug potential. You give me a, you give me a game idea. This comes from Wesley on Twitter, at B10 underscore Baloo. Wesley suggests, how long can you survive Cats, the movie? Your mom is making you go. You can distract yourself with watching others in the theater. You get one bathroom break. You can take acid, etc. AJ, I thought we escaped this. We did Cats RPG last week. I don't. Oh, I thought we escaped the Cats. But they're back. Okay, so now it's a survival game. You know what I don't see of survival games that take place in like urban areas, and I think that's kind of cool. Like the best one I saw was uh, Chicken in the Darkness. You ever heard of that game? Oh yeah, Chicken in the Darkness, the hit video game that everybody knows. Who doesn't know about Chicken in the Darkness? It's, it was my a, favorite part of Chicken in the Darkness was the darkness. Wasn't too big on the chicken. It's a survival. What the fuck is Chicken in the Darkness, and why does it sound like a video game that was produced by McDonald's? It's a, it's a, I believe it's a Taiwanese game that the Game Grumps played. Okay, and you're a kid that has to go down to the bottom of their apartment complex to get chicken, but for some reason there's a bunch of horrible style monsters running about through the hallways that you need to avoid. It's like a horrible walk it in the pocket. What you don't know about the walk it in my pocket? No. And the flares by the stairs? AJ, you're dumb. You're just throwing stuff and at me. And the blessers in the dressers? <laughs> what do you want about? Or the snug under the rug? 
Snug under the rug. I like that one. Or some other ones. The uh, rake under the Blake. There are the schnabnets and the cabinets. <laughs> cool down, Willy Wonka. You're just coming up it's with Dr. words. It's Dr. Seuss. <laughs> it's Dr. Seuss, Blake. Really? Yes. I didn't read a whole lot of that. It was my favorite kid thing growing up. It was just this kid that's like, I got all these monsters in my home, and they're super cool, and all of their names rhymed with the things that they lived in. Okay, so. And it sounds like Chicken in the Attic. Sorry, Chicken in the Darkness? Chicken in the Darkness. Sounds like Chicken in the Darkness was like, walk it in my pocket if it was spooky. Okay, Ooh. sure, but that I was just using that as an example of a horror game, and I mean a survival game in an urban setting, but whatever. <laughs> so you're, it's a survival game in a theater, so... The thing is, like maybe we do like, um, like I don't like know. fear of rejection style or Freddy. Or, or you're trapped in one spot. You're trapped in one spot, which is the which. Also, I'm huge. Parents are on. I can't explain to you how interesting and also cursed it was that your first thought was, you know, like the other fake video game that we made, <laughs> and not like you know the real last video game we made our fake video game after. I said it afterward. <laughs> <laughs> The Uroboros circles got, itself. We've got canon now, baby. We've had, we have all these hits, like Adam Sandler's Dead Space Remastered. It's only a matter of time before we start repeating jokes. Oh, fuck, I hope not. We're, we're only, we haven't been around for even a year. If we start repeating jokes, where will we be? Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> okay, so you were stuck in one place, and you have to watch the movie the whole way. And it lasts... How ungodly. It's the entire movie. We're pirating the movie from Disney. <laughs> Fuck off. You know, it's like, it's a pirated version of the movie where you can still see the people in the theater. So, like, you're <laughs> like looking at the screen, but somebody it's like recorded camera. it on their cell phone, and that Im- video <laughs> yeah. is embedded in our projector. It's what's on the theater. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and so, you have to, like, I guess the cats are coming to life. Well, I think it's you. just watching the movie that just does real-world psychic damage to your human <laughs> so you're, brain. So you're trying to do everything around you to not look at the movie. Yeah, look but at the other people, but don't look too long, because if they find out you're watching them, it's going to be really awkward. <laughs> also, if you turn away too long, your mom's or dad is going to get yell, is going to yell at you because you're like, we paid for you to watch this movie, <laughs> so watch this movie with us. <laughs> that's, how, that's how all parents sound like. Um, you can eat popcorn kernel by kernel. That's oh. a trick I use. Fuck, really? That's actually a trick I use in general because I don't want to eat all of the popcorn too fast. Coward, take it by handful, one, bro. Well, one time I went to go see Batman, the third one, the third Batman movie, and I ate all of the popcorn by the time the commercials were over, <laughs> and I've never quite healed from that damage I did to myself. So now when <laughs> I go see a movie, too, I eat so... popcorn kernel by kernel. I don't know how it happened. I think it might have been like one of the days where you and I split a popcorn. And Probably. Like, I, I managed to eat all my popcorn before as before the trailers were finished. I'm like, how did this happen? There's literally nothing that will go? make you more frustrated with yourself than like eating all of the popcorn before the movie. Because you're like, come on. <laughs> what is wrong with me? Why did I not ration this out? I knew I was going in for a movie. I'm going to be here for three hours. I haven't touched my soda. I could have been sipping on that the whole time, but no. No, no, you got to do that awkward thing where middle of the movie, you got to go buy more popcorn. (laughs) I would never do that. I just sit there thinking. Just upset with yourself. Wish I had something crunchy to put in my mouth right now. That's when you lean over to the friends you went with like, hey, anybody got some extra popcorn that they're not eating? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So. Ooh, that's a good tactic that you could use to distract yourself from cats. You eat all of the popcorn kernels, uh-huh. and then you can spend like 5, 10, 15 minutes trying to bum popcorn off of your family members. Or you get to do a thing where if you drink enough, if you either, you have to drink all your soda in one go, and then that get, that buys you like 5 or 10 minutes in the bathroom. But that's the one potty break you get. That's the one potty break you get. So then, and then there's like a, then that turns into a mini game that determines how long you were actually in the bathroom. Smash X to pee. <laughs> No. <laughs> you can pee as long as you can keep up the pace on oh. Smashing X. Oh, wait a second. Yeah, that's actually a really good idea. And it's only going to be when you, the human player, is it, no longer it, able to mash X. Challenge your de- your real dexterity. Yep. <laughs> or you can turn it into a rhythm game where it's like it, you have to land the beat on like, the you know, like it does one of those things where it's like stop the cursor in the white area. Oh, yeah. So it's like, you. It, the, but the area keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller that's and smaller. That's a good point. <laughs> that's a good one. Okay. <laughs> Um, you can take acid. I don't know how that helps, but you can do it. Just drop that A. I don't know. I've never done acid. I don't know so. any terminology for dropping acid. Uh, I dropped, dropped some L, by drop. the way. 
I thought L was different. It's, it's LSD. LSD is acid. Oh, it's the same yeah, thing? Yeah, he drops some L, yeah. Shows, you know the what? more you, you know. You innocent child. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never qu- been to Coachella. How would I be expected <laughs> to know these things? Dude, we should go to Coachella. Hatsune Miku is playing. Let's go drop acid and see Hatsune Miku. Hey, no. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I wouldn't have. Fuck, how much are tickets for Coachella now? Like $400? For like to go sit and not have access to easy access to bathrooms and just be covered in grime and shit for the rest of my yeah for, screw for that Hatsune Miku is just as real on my laptop as she would be in person. <laughs> Fuck cut print. You're so right. Um, okay, you want me to give you another game? Yeah, give me another video sure. game because I think we lost this one. I just didn't know where to go with it. Like I just kind of watch that one slip away. <laughs> Goodbye submission. <laughs> okay, hold on. This one's pretty good. You're chuckling already. I have I have two ones for you that I kind of want to. Um, you want to combine them? I want to do. I'll save one for lightning round, but then I have I have one that has some serious nug potential as well. AJ, you know, like a few episodes back, we made that really really good anime for uh, Guy Fieri stuck in another world. Hell yeah, I remember that. So so you know how that ended? He defeated the dragon and all that stuff, and then the portal opened up that he went through to get back home. Right? Mm-hmm. Turns out that portal led to. A space opera RPG. Search for exotic, exotic ingredients, explore local alien eats, and expand your own sports bar franchise across the galaxy. Can you bring Flavortown to the stars? Guy Fieri's space opera RPG. AJ, this is the next season of our hit fucking Guy Fieri anime. This does have nug ability. <laughs> but also, here's the thing. Yeah. I'm, I really, like, unironically, like, I was playing Pokemon the other day. Uh-huh. And it was after I got kind of pushed into it from the people on our Discord. Uh, mm-hmm. We were talking about the Pokemon flavor Poke deck. Oh, or yeah. The like curry the, decks the, and yeah, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I discovered something new in me that I didn't know I had. What's that? A love of flavors? A real love of just like trying to like combine a bunch of different foods and make fun recipes. Uh huh. And then I discovered that that fucking like uh, Castlevania clone that came out, that was crowdfunded, that came out this year. Um,. It's not bloodstained, is it? It might be bloodstained. It okay. has a whole like recipe system where like you can get permanent. If I r- understand this correctly, uh-huh. you can get permanent buffs anytime you cook a new recipe, mm-hmm. and you cook a new food, and then you get a new buff. That's rad as shit. I like I'm that. I'm very interested in the video game that the core concept is like trying to cook good food uh-huh. because like. But using exotic flavors from each planet gives you access to yes, new ingredients. you need ingredients. to travel. You need to yeah. get new ingredients. You need to cultivate. It's like all the item management. The reason why, like, you played it for the first time recently, mm-hmm. uh, Monster Hunter. Yeah, that was a in, that was a daunting game. But there's a lot of, like, resource management in that oh, game. Oh, yeah, incredible. That, like, is very fun to do to, like, keep tabs of, like, oh, I'm cooking this on the side. Oh, I'm growing this over here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's, I'm sure that's also, like, what keeps people so interested in games like Stardew Valley and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just the, the discovery of new combinations. But always combining new foods to make mm-hmm. new space stuff to mm-hmm. explore the galaxy more. You know what would be really cool? So, like, uh, like are we are we going with a game or are we going with a, a sequel I want a anime? game because I think I'm very interested in okay. a cooking-based video game RPG. Okay. So, basically, the premise is, is you are trying to figure out... You can create whatever restaurant you want. So it'd be like, I want to create a curry restaurant. So now you're going to be looking for specific things throughout the galaxy. But you also have to take into account certain interests of local populations. Yes, yes, yes. So it'd be like, I want to make a curry restaurant on planet Zazu. But there's the people on Zazu fucking they if they, they really eat, hate spicy if, food. If, if they, they eat get, curry, they literally die because yeah, they're allergic to it. They are allergic to spicy curry. If you uh-huh. bring that there, they will explode. But they're huge on sweets. Uh-huh. And they've never tasted sour before. Oh. So if you bring them a sour curry But they might like it. They're gonna lose their minds over it. You know what? You know what this should be. Hmm. So basically, um, the premise is the the premise for the game, right? Let's take a little bit from uh, No Man's Sky, where you're trying to get to the center of the universe. Okay. What is the thing that all chefs dream of? They dream of a place where they can have access to every fresh ingredient known to the universe. I'm well aware. I've watched One Piece. I know that Sanji's greatest dream is to find the all blue, the place that all fish from all oceans exist. There you go. So it's basically. It's that's the planet. It's like they're every, trying to find the center of the universe where all things grow. Yes, and it, it's always it's like where the the space tomatoes are always fresh and purple and awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, I'm also very interested in this idea. Hear me out. You mm-hmm. mentioned that like you have your own tr- like sp- restaurant that you're always like 
upgrading. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It is a food truck. Yeah. It is a food, it's a food space truck in truck. space. And so, like, you can always customize it and upgrade it however you see fit. So, like, uh-huh, maybe uh-huh. you'll find a, a, a planet and you're like, I'm making bank on this planet. Mm-hmm. I can upgrade my ship if I stay here for a little bit By longer. By the end of the game, it's like a Star Destroyer level thing where you can yes. actually put out custom food trucks for various planets. Yes, you can send out little, like, you'll upgrade to the point where you can, like, make your ship big enough that you need to expand your, um, your chef f- team. I yeah, forget your fleet. What, your, your chef. Your is, crew? Your kitchen uh, staff. Your kitchen staff. That's okay, the word I was okay, looking okay. for. You can uh, increase your kitchen staff. And then, like, once your kitchen staff is increased enough, you can, like, level up your kitchen staff. Mm-hmm. And so, like, then you'll be like, I think that this person is leveled up enough that I could send them with their own smaller food truck to neighboring planets. Oh, holy shit. Right and on, right on. And so you right can on. expand it out that way. Uh-huh. And so, it, like, what starts off as, like, a cooking game that you're just kind of running around managing menus and stuff slowly expands into this an just, interplanetary tycoon. It's game. like Star Trek, but for cooking. Yes, it's like it's like your whole thing is to just like explore and discover new flavors. Yes, you know what this. And you know you what this. You know, to, what this, you know what this ship is called. You just call Flavor Town. Yes, the ship is SS Flavor Town. SS Flavor Town. <laughs> Um, but I also love this idea that like you don't have to be the kind of person that upgrades your ship to like send out to neighboring things. Like you yeah, don't yeah. need to be. It the can person. become automated by the time. By, yeah, you after could a while. do that, or mm-hmm. you could lean into the idea of like trying to upgrade your own specific character so much mm-hmm. with the RPG and constantly cooking the new ingredients and stuff mm-hmm. that like you're essentially like the Gordon Ramsay. Mm-hmm. It's not that you have a bunch of restaurants, but like the two that you have bring in so much. See, you bank. know, what's, you know, it's weird though. I think people. I think it'll happen. The same thing that happened to Spore will happen. The game was fun when you That's were directly. That's exactly why I well, want to make sure that you have the option to stay direct with it. Like, yeah, with I think only I having think it's the one only, restaurant. Yeah, I think it's well. I mean, like personal. Like, I think at the yeah. beginning of the game is just Gordon Ramsay being sucked into the space race. Right? Is it Gordon but, Ramsay or is it Guy Fieri? Sorry, Guy Fieri. And you have your single ship where you can get off physically and explore it like No Man's Sky thing. Yes. I think that should always be relevant, Mm -hmm. but there should be some level of automation to it eventually. Yeah. I think people really enjoy that. I think people really like mining for cinnamon on on like Mars too. People, when you send people out through the galaxy, they're only able to recreate things that you've made. Oh, that you've done. Yeah. yeah. Oh, holy shit. It's like it's and you know, be really cool. Like you have, um, there was this really cool image um, from the last game we made where Guy Fieri was in the D and D thing. He had a big old recipe book on his belt, so that that carries over. Yeah. So he's at the beginning, he's just writing into it. It's like he's physically writing a recipe into a book, and then now like that becomes like their guide, like their bible to like the flavor town of the universe, basically. Yes. Flavor town of the universe. Oh, in fact, that's a good name. Flavortown Universe Edition or some bullshit. All right, that's cool. You want to do some lightning round stuff? Let's do some lightning round stuff. Okay. I got one for you. All right, cool. And then I have one for you immediately after. An overcooked style game where you are a superhero's overworked Af- Alfred style assistant and shot caller who has to keep his boss supplied and informed on missions from base. Who's that from? That is from Max underscore. Sorry, that is from Bobo Arnold at Max underscore. Sweet. Okay, so you're basically playing Alfred from batman yes, right? you're alfred and like batman's always got crazy stuff he's like alfred i need a map of the entire city's fire hose department i'm gonna hose down this mud man and you're like ah beans okay i gotta go to the computer and start looking that up and then while you're looking it up batman's like alfred i just got into a fender bender i need to know our insurance information and you're like ah beans and so now you have to go to a different computer so his personal tuck- computer you basically have to type manually into google Oh, it's it's interesting because so you have to have two things in front of you. You have the game console, right? And then you have your own laptop. It'll be like, he asks you a question, and you actually need to type manually into oh, Google. Oh, you need to give him then, correct and answers. Then, and then type in back into the game what that is. Alfred, the Riddler got me again. I need to know. Th- he's got another riddle for me. I don't understand this one either, Alfred. <laughs> Alfred, the Riddler doesn't hear me cheating on his riddles right now. I need you to <laughs> give me the answer in 30 seconds. That's how, that's how he always answers in one-liners because he always has the answer from fucking Alfred. Okay. Yes. Okay, so it's just basically a type of, a typing game. I love the idea that, that it is like – because I, I was thinking like the Overcooked-style game where you have to run around a bunch. But mm-hmm. I love the idea that you do have to run around a bunch to go to separate machines. But then also you games. do have to give like – it is a it is a game that has like two screens. Like 
you have to run around in the game to do mm-hmm. things overcooked mm-hmm. style, but then the riddler will give you questions you that know, you have to have the actual answers for. You know, be kind of cool too. It's like, um, because just only just because I've been, pl- uh, I just started playing Monster Hunter with you, right? Um, depending on how well you eat depends like how good you are in the field. So you have to make sure you cook good for cook good for Batman yeah. or else it'll give you more problems down the line. It's like, <laughs> hey, you didn't eat enough brain food today. So guess what? You're going to get you're not going to get any of the Riddler stuff as right as usual. <laughs> Alfred, you didn't give me enough orange juice. How am I supposed to solve the Riddler's problems without my brain sauce? <laughs> Alfred. All right. I have a game for you. <laughs> this one comes to us from a uh, user on Reddit, Zinc Alloy. A game to play with the buttons on your microwave as your food cooks. <laughs> Dude, it fucking fridge if fridges can get iPads on them, microwaves should get iPads on them. What so, happens? Okay, I'll, so you, the natural progression of this joke is, haha, what video game would you have on a, on a fridge? Ah, what if you had Skyrim on the fridge? Ah, what happens in Skyrim on your Minecraft? Okay, sorry, not Minecraft. We're talking about Skyrim. We'll get to Minecraft. What happens in Skyrim on your microwave uh-huh. when you press the popcorn button? Uh, it's got to be like the the like, I think it boots the game up honestly. And you have <laughs> oh age 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 age. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe it's not Skyrim, but maybe it's like a raid game. So Minecraft. Depending, uh, no, <laughs> sure. The new du- Minecraft dungeons. It'll be it'll like be a dungeon there. crawler. It'll That's be a dungeon crawler. Okay, so Minecraft, depending on Diablo. how much food you have on, I mean, so, sorry, how much timer you gave your food is how much time you have to complete that dungeon. Oh, yeah. So it's like, I want to cook my Hot Pocket, which takes two minutes, 30 seconds. I cook Hot Pockets a lot. They're delicious. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an expert about the knowledge of how to properly cook a Hot Pocket. You know how long you cook a a thing of ramen for? Three minutes, 15 seconds. I don't know if that's accurate for your microwave, because all microwaves have different power. But, so you have You spoke about the Hot Pocket thing so confidently. Sorry, we're still on this. (laughs) Can you expertly cook a Hot Pocket so it's not cold in the middle? Yeah. You know what the secret is? What's you flip it over, AJ. What? Yeah. You cook it for like um about a minute, minute and a half on one side, and then you do a minute and fifteen or a minute and a half on the other side. Like bottom up? Yeah. You flip it over and that's how you can that's how you always get good burritos and then too. You don't, that don't get a cold center. Then you don't have a cold fucking center. Did you not know this? No, I didn't. And Am I blowing I'm, your mind with flavor? You're blowing my mind, and here's the horrible thing. You've had this knowledge, and we're 30-some-odd episodes into this and podcast. I've never shared it. And you've never shared this. Covet my Hot Pocket knowledge. <laughs> that's, what I, that's, a, that's what I covet. I'm a Hot Pocket dragon. Get back here, Hot Pocket dragon. I need to know your wisdom. <laughs> Curse you and your cold centers. <laughs> All right, you got another. Th- you got another quick game for me. This comes from Usami Usami Tokishigi. Say that. What, really? Is that is that how you say it? Usami Tokishigi. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> he won sauce. Hey, Schwan sauce. You are a guardian angel, and you have to fulfill your designated child's prayers. But watch out. Demons are trying to do your job better and sabotage you so that your kid worships Satan instead. Do you kill your opposition very violently or do you focus on spoiling your child with angelic powers? Okay, what are you thinking for that? So like little Jimmy's like, I want a pony. Mm-hmm. And you as the guardian angel are like, mm. give this them he- this hellfire. I don't know if I want a ghost rider beast. A- <laughs> well, maybe, but you know that the demons are coming in. They're like, Jimmy wants a pony. We're going to give him <laughs> two ponies. Whoa. How do you beat that? Give him three ponies. All right. Well, now the kid has five ponies. What the fuck? <laughs> now he's spoiled rotten. You see the problem? <laughs> okay. So you're, but maybe is, five is it, ponies is something you're willing to live with. Okay. It, what's Jimmy's next wish, Blake? Uh, he wishes for uh, a Nintendo Switch, not a Nintendo Switch Lite, but that's all the angel can afford. Okay. It's a Nintendo Switch Lite. <laughs> and you know that the demons are going to get him a Switch, they're like a get, real ass no, Switch. They're going to get them the Zelda-themed one where it's like the, like all skinned out and shit. Now you need to debate with yourself. <laughs> Do you accept that Jimmy's going to like the de- demons much more because they got him a kick-ass Switch, <laughs> or do you stab the demon? 
Holy shit. Ah. Ah, man. Then you become the demon, basically. Then you are a little bit on the demon side, but you know that your kid's not going to be spoiled rotten because he already has five ponies. What the fuck? Why do you need a switch, little Jimmy? This is just a a story that always ends the same way. It's just like, hey, don't spoil your fucking kids. Don't don't give them the control on what they need. This is a game. Sorry, on what they, they should have. This is a game that just comes down to two huge lessons, and that is one, every angel has a breaking point, and two, don't give your kids everything they want and those two lessons will be taught over the course of this video game in the most bizarre and uncomfortable ways possible (laughs) do you have another lightning round for me i don't know how this game would play actually but (laughs) uh it's a decision game like a yeah like a visual novel yeah you just like kind of decide it's like what do you do or like um like a classic point and click kind of game like uh the secret of monkey island kind of vibe oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, okay i like that i like that Okay, I do not have any more lightning round things. We actually, I got to burn through all of my submissions this week. I'm fucking, I'm super jazzed. We're getting faster at this. Yeah, dude. Watch out. All right, so let's go to our nug. What do you want? Do you want to do Flavortown RPG or Candy Cryptid Hunter? Because both are pretty good. We've already done a Guy Fiardi cooking game, though. But it is. But I feel like we've done a cryptid hunting game before. Oh yeah, we've, I mean, cryptid hunting is kind of a staple. Shit, that's kind of like. I mean, but as a candy cryptid hunter survival game, I think it's very different. I think it's extremely different, actually. <sighs> All right, and with AJ's cough, he said it under his breath. We're going with cryptid candy hunter. <laughs> All right, cryptid candy hunter. What okay. I really like about this is, like, again. The continuation of the Willy Wonka saga. Mm-hmm. This is Charlie. This is Charlie at his most... Charlie's Cryptid Factory. Charlie's Cryptid Factory. Charlie's Candy Cryptid Factory. CCC. CCCC. <laughs> Charlie's, Charlie's Candy C- Cryptid Factory. CCF. CCC. CCCF. Yes. Charlie's I like Candy that Cryptid Factory. Acronyms are important for branding. <laughs> yeah, but we never put them in the title because nobody fucking knows. That doesn't no, work for marketing. No, but that's what's going to be important when people are talking about it online and we're uh, in the and they're in the forums and okay, okay. they're going to go to the CCCF tag on Tumblr. It's going to help when we pitch it to uh, the Candy Factory. You know that little mall like thing where they sell the like the jawbreakers the size of your fist. All right, we need to think about this. <laughs> One. Uh huh. What are the archetypes for the kids? Uh huh. And two, do we have a monster for each of the kids? Okay, so all right, so let's let's well, let's look at the classic ones. There was the spoiled rotten kid. Uh-huh. How do we modernize that? Spoiled rotten. Is it kid. just spoiled rotten kid again? Wait, was that the kid that was really good was at karate? Veru- it was Veruca. No, Veruca. that was um, uh, Violet. Okay. Yeah, Violet. Violet was like the blueberry eating one. I remember Veruca, Veruca Salt. She was the one that won the squirrel. Yes. I don't remember what happened to are her. You in going the off of, Are you going off of the Tim Burton Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? No, she wanted a squirrel in the first one. No, she wanted it. No, she wanted a golden goose. Oh, damn! She wanted a chocolate poop and goose. Uh, <laughs> all right. What is what does a spoiled kid look like as far as cryptid hunting? Okay, let's name all of our kids and then we can kind of go. From I that. think Veruca Salt's a support class. What? I think Veruca Salt is a support class. I think you and I have different vibes on where we're going with this kid thing because I was picturing it's just like until dawn, just normal ass people, oh. and we're just like kind of updating them to be a little bit more modern. I thought I was thinking of this uh-huh. as like what were their play styles going to be like as uh-huh. cryptid uh-huh. hunters in uh, the. I know. I think this is just like a choose your own adventure game, just like until dawn. like until dawn. Yeah, with quick time stuff. Okay. Yes, yeah, I'm and, into that. And that way, it's like you can like because one of the fun ways I've always wanted to play until dawn is like. You get a group of eight people or whatever, right? And they each you each randomly select a person, and your goal is to try and make them survive okay. by the end of the game. Okay, okay, yeah. that, oh, that's easy. Veruca Salt's like a rich girl influencer. Like, yeah, but like, she, like her, she just is rich, and she uh-huh. posted on Instagram because she's really pretty. And now, boom! Look at that millionaire. <laughs> Done. Veruca Salt's easy. Okay. Then the the kid who's obsessed with being in TV is actually obsessed with being in VR. So I want to introduce a digital cryptid. That's that's like it's his new big experiment because like the thing about Willy Wonka is like he always has that big world changing experiment. And in the first one, it was like sending chocolate directly to your TV. Mm -hmm. And this one is sending flavor candy directly into your uh, VR headset. It's flavor. You can it's flavor. You can see. So it's it's I would think that it would be fake flavor. You can taste it's it's candy for your eyes. It just sprinkles in there. That's just images. It just sprinkles in there. You don't want to talk about the idea of like a VR like gobstopper, like a little like popsicle or like 
No, it's, unfortunately, we'll have to look a little not, bit phallic. And so when you put your VR headset on, you just, put your taste just, mouth. Just, just, just tube you put literally you put your, down in your throat. You put your taste stick in your mouth. Taste stick. That sounded wolf. That sounded way more blue than I was intending. My bad. Yeah, sure. This whole phallic tube thing, putting in one's mouth, isn't sexual. I'm not saying Whoa. it's a tube that has to go down your throat. I'm saying it just needs to cover your mouth. It's like it looks like a scuba thing. Yeah. Like a little. I'm sorry, a snorkel. A snorkel's a good yeah, call. Yeah. yeah, that way you can taste things. <laughs> okay, so I think the cryptid that they should be matched with, um, a famous like creepy pasta, so they can either be hunted by black licorice slender man, or or uh, jawbreaker. Um, uh, what's that one? Uh, the one that has like he cut his eyes open to where he Jeff can't the blink. Killer. Yeah, so it's like Jeffrey. I like black licorice candy. Everybody fucking hates black slender licorice man. because one, everybody fucking hates black licorice and it's trash. Uh huh. Uh huh. Two, I want a silhouette that's different than the other ones, and we already uh-huh. know that, like, you mentioned, like, a gobstopper, Jeff the Killer, and that's going to be, mm-hmm. like, a unit, but yeah. we already have a cryptid that's an absolute unit, and that's Chocolate Sasquatch. Okay, so we have Chocolate Sasquatch, Licorice Slenderman, uh, Gummy Worm uh, Medusa. Oh, fuck, she's, she's, she's so, really cute. She's so cute. They're all this cute, by the way. So we need to, oh, God, so we need to come up with two more. Chocolate River Nessie. Chocolate River, we already have a chocolate. Oh, wait, it should be some aquatic creature, because that's yeah. how the first kid dies, uh-huh, is if they uh-huh. go into the lake. Augustus Gloop gets put up in the lake. Oh, holy shit. Okay, so Augustus Gloop is like the one the um, the um one that eats too much. So what does this character do? It just another... It, eats- ju- it just seems like that one we're going to... I want to propose that we change that character completely. How about this? How about because this? Because I feel like Augustus Gloop has an issue of being a very horribly dated and body shaming based character. Okay, how about this? How about this? How about this? You know like there like one thing is there's those those two people that like to flaunt that they're like physically fit and healthy. Like the ones that are really, really fucking like up. the ones that claim they know all sorts of diet based. Yeah, and things. the ones that are really elitist about it. So yeah. Augustus Gloop like, is now Check an out elite- this diet water. It's I- like it's just water, Greg. And so then here's this character story. Here's this character story because I think this is something all those people need to learn is there are people that are like, I'm so elite and I always eat good. How dare you eat gluten, you fucko. Um, their secret is is that they love candy. Augustus they, Gloop. They, they love candy. They, that's like, And that's a human thing. It's like, yeah, it's nice to have some sweets every now and again. That's when he needs to fucking learn. But it's in a story where that could kill him. Augustus Gloop is a character that is like come to the, he won the ticket and uh-huh. he's like trying to be like, Candy's bad for you. Nobody. That's why he's. That's why they're here, and he's he's there to like talk about how horrible candy is. Uh huh. uh -huh. He does have some valid points because there needs to be something said about the Oompa Loompa business strategy. (laughs) You mean enslaving an entire people? Actually, no, he didn't enslave them. He gave them a home. He just visited a foreign country, found a bunch of people that lived there, and brought them back in crates to his workshop. Where Nothing they can't bad. leave, where they can't leave the building. Nothing bad to see there. I mean, they chose to come with him. I guess. I mean, for this fiction, they didn't. In this and, one, they didn't. Now, now Charlie's sacrificing their souls. Yeah, there's a lot to be said. <laughs> Augustus Gloop's character is a good person. We just, like all characters, has some bad points, some uh-huh. things that need to be worked on. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't go to a chocolate factory just to talk about how shitty the chocolate factory is and then get tempted by the chocolate and fall in the lake and then get eaten up by chocolate nesting. Oh, holy shit. He like sees a face in the chocolate bum, bum, and, he's bum, like, bum. and he's just like, were you doing the Adam's family opening? Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> you were doing the Adam's bum, 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 bum. I was thinking about, I was <laughs> thinking of the shark. Where did you get that? I was thinking of the Jaws one, but I couldn't remember. Oh, it. you mean Donna? Yeah. Donna, Donna, anyway, Donna, what about Donna. The, what about the other kids? <laughs> <laughs> You're so fucking off. <laughs> okay, so uh, what's the poor kid up against? Obviously, that's going to be like our, our golden kid. Because I think we should have a character that's like, wants to... I think the thing that he, that character should learn is that like people who are rich aren't always the coolest. You know what I mean? That's going to be a tough one to teach. <laughs> I mean, like... I mean, it should be like somebody who has, I think the story is dark. The story is going to be really fucking dark, right? Mm-hmm. And Charlie has gone mad with power and money because that's, he can do whatever he wants, right? So maybe it's the kid, like the whole lesson is like, it's a kid's like, I want to be super rich one day and then like, so I can do whatever the fuck I want or whatever, right? Okay. Maybe their lesson is just like, yeah, I want to be wealthy, but I also want to understand that I want to do it in moderation and I want to be good about it. Or is that dumb? <laughs> I think his most his most pressing desire is to just get out alive. 
okay, so he's like the one, just the normal ass character. Th- doesn't really have any flaws, but he's just like yeah, he's like I the wanna... boring. He's the boring Charlie of this game. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh look, I'm gonna drink lifty fizzy drink. But it turns, <laughs> oh my god, it turns out he he accidentally drinks a cryptid. Um, potion so and he, he turns to... into a lifty fizzy monster oh my god and that's like his life now <laughs> that's his life that's oh his god. horrible that's one oh of the my... bad ends you can get oh with him oh my god um and then of course we have the cool karate expert uh-huh kid uh-huh she does karate uh-huh and what's her cryptid what's the cryptid that she fights i think she's gonna fight medusa Oh, okay, cool. And it's going to be like one of the most kick-ass and brutal action sequences. It's going to feel like Atomic Blonde. It's gonna. I was thinking more like the anime action sequence from uh, the Secret. I mean, the Wonderful Life of Gumball. Something like that. Something yeah. like <laughs> outlandishly over the top. And anime and shit. And very romantic. Oh, you think? Oh, they find that she falls in love with uh with uh yes gummy Medusa because no man can look Medusa in the eyes without being turned to Gumball. Oh, holy shit, AJ, you're onto something. That's beautiful. I love that. <laughs> Fuck, cut print. That's a good game. Holy shit. Cut it and print it, baby. <laughs> That's one of the good ends. <laughs> that is one of the good ends. <laughs> so each character has a good end, and each character has a bad end. Yes. So it could be like maybe um, the bad end for uh, the Veruca-style character is that she dies before she can meet um, Medusa or something oh, like no. that. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and then they meet, and then Wait, they Wait, Veruca salts the rich one, not the karate Oh, expert, sorry. Okay. Um, Violet. Yes. Violent Violet. <laughs> Holy shit, that's radical. <laughs> okay. Is that a game? I think that's a game. That's a fun little game. So it's just like a it's just like a point and click survival game. Yes, point and click survival until dawn esque narrative okay. game. And then we call it Charlie's Cryptid Candy Factory. Yes. Okay, sweet. Fuck yeah, let's go to patch notes. Let's go to patch notes. Cha chink. All right, everybody. It's the new year. We are back at it. Going to be doing our regular episodes every two weeks. I mean, nope, sorry, every, every week. Every every Tuesday. I meant to say Tuesday. <laughs> Another cool little announcement we're doing is this year we're going to be doing a lot more um, bigger things for our sex shout out things. So make sure to check us out on our YouTube uh, where you can potentially be shouted out. Additionally, we are also going to be launching some new podcasts and new styles of content that we will keep you updated on as the months come by. Yeah, 2020 is going to be a really kick butt year and we're excited to show you guys what we can do. But before that, I want to see what you guys can do. Please, please, please follow the link that's in the description. And if you've got anything, kick it towards the Australia fires. It is a very important thing that's going on. And anything that we can do to help that out is important. Mm -hmm. So if you guys want to see the art for Charlie's Cryptid Chocolate... Sorry. Fuck, I already got the name wrong. Shit, I'm not good at pitching games. Holy oh, shit, holy fuck, shit. Fuck, fuck, fuck. How are we supposed to get these made if you can't say the name correctly? <laughs> if you guys want to see the custom art, um, we release it every Thursday for that week's game. This week, I will be releasing a fun little, uh, shit, uh, just a bunch of little ca- uh, candy cryptids. Yeah, little candy it's, cryptids. It's fun. All right, guys. The intro and outro music we use is Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I've been your host, AJ Hart. And I've been your other host, Blake Rea. And these are cool games that should not be made. Cool.